Rhapsody. Well, good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. Today is Monday, September 18th. That's September 18, 2023. I'm Doug McCary and Brad Sykes, who usually will do the intro, is not here today. He has got a new grandchild, so uh, he isn't here. And uh, in his stead today is Tim Carter, who uh, I grew up with Tim in Meridian, Mississippi, and Tim is um, very involved with ownership of WMER in Meridian, where we broadcast there with WMOX and WMER out of Meridian, Mississippi. And he uh, is lives down here in Florida now, and he's been coming to SWAT. And so I called Tim and asked him if he could be involved today, and he said yes. And you're no stranger to radio, Tim, so welcome to SWAT Radio. Well, first of all, Doug, thank you for having me. Right, I'm humbled to have opportunity to sit across from you. Right, You yeah. and Brad do a great job. We are tickled to be able to air you on WMER every weekday from – Two to three in Central Meridian, Time, yeah, right? Yeah, Two yeah. to three Central. I don't want to confuse everybody here yeah, on the East Coast. Yeah, but we are uh, we have a great following there. <clears throat> so um, yeah, it's good to well, good to be here. Well, we're g- glad, and I'm glad to have you part of SWAT since you've moved down to Florida and uh, you came to the Summer SWAT Training Day on Haggai, and now you're jumping into Mark, and you were there this past week. So I thought it'd be a great time to have you here, and I'll I'll talk and get a little bit more of your story in a minute. But I want people to know if they're just tuning in for the first time, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. It spawned out of the SWAT Bible Studies here in Jacksonville. And uh, SWAT Radio has been around for a little under seven years now. And we broadcast here locally in Jacksonville on the truth. And uh, we are broadcasting in Folkestone, Georgia on the truth, as well as St. Augustine on the truth. And uh, we're up in uh, Virginia on the lighthouse up in the Chesapeake, uh, Portsmouth, Virginia area, Virginia Beach. And then we're also broadcasting in Meridian, Mississippi, like we said, on WMER. There is a Christian radio station, and then WMOX is a secular radio station there in Meridian, and they carry us. And also through the Internet, if you just if you don't have a radio where we're locally broadcasting and you would like for us to locally broadcast, just uh, send me an email at Doug at SWATradio.com, and I'm happy to follow up with uh, your local Christian station there to see if they might be interested in carrying us. Or you can just listen through the the uh, app, or not the app, but the, well, the app too, but also the website, www.swatradio.com. Click on Listen Live. You can follow the whole, whole program there. Yeah, you can also catch all the archives as well. That's right. right. So. You go to past programs. You can see any past program for the last seven years. So, um, yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Tim. I appreciate that. Well, you know, usually um, the first segment we talk about things going on in their world, and or in our our world, I should say. And um, I don't know, Tim, if you've seen that uh, 
North Point Community Church, where Andy Stanley is the lead pastor. That's a name very familiar to a lot of people. Yes. Um, yes. He is set to host the Unconditional Conference at North Point Community Church uh, here in a, in a few days. And uh, it's kind of being billed as a big two-day premier event designed for parents of LGBTQ plus children and ministry leaders where he says you'll be equipped, refreshed, inspired as you hear from leading communicators on topics that will speak to your heart, soul, and mind, no matter what your theological stance is on that issue. We want to approach this topic from a quieter middle space is the language used. Now, the problem of a quieter middle space, even though it looks good and sounds all loving and kind of fluffy, it's really not. There is, there's no middle ground on issues that are clearly defined in Scripture. And That's correct. The whole LGBTQ um, alf- alphabet mafia, what um, my buddy, um, you know, Vody Bacham says, that whole issue is not a a gray issue. It is very clear that, in fact, Romans one. You almost have to rip Romans one out of your Bible to try and First Corinthians six to justify um, homosexuality as a legitimate uh, place of relationship. And what they're trying to do, they're one of the speakers is um, a guy named Justin Lee. Another one is Brian Nitzel. Um, and they're in a same-sex marriage now. And they're speaking at this event. And Justin Lee argues for the legitimacy of monogamous same-sex relationships, putting it on an equal par as heterosexual monogamous relationships. Um, and he wants. he even presents a seminar talks about restoring lgbtq faith well that's a big problem don't you think i i do i mean it's crystal clear like you said leviticus eighteen twenty two says that man shall not lie with a man as he does with a woman it's an abomination to god and you can't pick and choose the bible right mm, if you no. can do that then if you can say well this part of the bible's not for today then you're in trouble, right? Because where does that stop? That just definitely opens up the door to a very slippery slope. Well, and it this has become an issue where more and more people who are in um, same-sex relationships of calling, calling it marriage, it's not a marriage recognized by God, but they call it marriage, um, are failing to understand what Paul was writing in Romans 1 when he says that when people, when women start desiring relationships sexually with a woman and men start desiring sexual relationships with a man, when that starts to really take over, that is God turning that nation over to the lust of their hearts, he calls to impurity, to dishonoring the body. This is right out of Romans 1. Because 
they exchange the truth about God for a lie, and they worship and serve the creature rather than the creator. And, you know, that's clear in Romans 1. I don't know how anybody could justify. Of course, I guess you can try to justify anything, but the fact that Andy Stanley, you know, I was talking to one pastor friend of mine earlier, and he said, you know, there's a lot of people that, don't like Dallas Theological Seminary because Andy Stanley went there. And now they've downgraded that seminary, even though there were some good men and still are some good men that teach out there. Tommy Nelson, who's a good friend of mine, went out there. Uh, uh, John Hanna is still a professor, I think, out there. He's a great man who loves God and loves his word. And, um, you know, Howard Hendricks went there. Um, you know, the, the, uh, Chuck uh, Swindoll was the president, and these men have spent their lives expositing Scripture. So I, I, I wouldn't tarnish Dallas Theological Seminary because of Andy, but I hope they will come out and at least issue a statement saying we do not condone this. Or you know, I know he actually went and spoke there at one time, and he, you know, he pushed this whole agenda a few years ago about unhitching from the Old Testament. Well, this is the kind of theological slide you go on when you start unhitching any part of the bible right from right other right. parts of you can't the bible is when god gave us his word from genesis to revelation is the word that has been authenticated by the early church fathers and and the 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 saints for thousands years now yeah, the whole the whole canon was given, and you know the Bible says you can't add to it or take away from it. And we're going to be studying in Mark uh, as we're getting ready to go into this. You know, Mark uh, says in Mark ten six through nine, but from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, yeah. a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. Yeah, and the two shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. They are no longer two, but one flesh where therefore God has joined together, let no man separate, mm-hmm. right? So again, uh, it's and that goes all the way back to the very beginning of Genesis. Well, well it, Mar- was, it was God's design. Right. God's design was never for a man to be with a man or for a woman to be with a woman. You know, one of the other speakers they have is a guy named David Gushy who uh, really taught, he wrote a book called Changing Our Mind that is... Um, Underneath it, it has a landmark call for inclusion of LGBTQ Christians. Well, there's no such thing as an LGBTQ Christian who's practicing. If you're practicing that, you, you certainly are dishonoring the name of Christ any more right. uh, than a adultering Christian or a thieving Christian. Listen, we're not saying you're perfect, and we're really not trying to distinguish that um, that sin is any different from adultery, but it it is something that they're putting in front of the title Christian. And Gushy talks about his own pilgrimage to being an advocate for LGBTQ, and he's a speaker. And he, you know, he he's, uh, I mean, he 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 says, I am instead asking whether devout gay and lesbian Christians can participate in the covenantal marital relationship, one person for life, faithful and exclusive. Um, I, and, and the thing is, it doesn't matter. 
it, it let's that's that's like saying I could commit adultery with one person, only one person. I'll be faithful to that one person. There, nobody would say that's okay. And in the same way, we can't say this is okay because it goes outside God's design. And uh, Al Mohler, who we've had on a couple of times, said that Andy Stanley is one of the most influential pastors in the United States, and he's been moving in this direction for years. Uh, but it's he, he's been a little more subtle and not quite as out there. But I was telling my wife back a few months ago, maybe six months ago, that this was coming. You could see the direction where it was going, and um, and it's all in the name of inclusion, which is exactly what the progressive um, Christians have been. I call them Christians. I don't know that they are not. They certainly, a lot of them, do not hold to the same standards of God's Word as I do. And listen, there are some areas of disagreement but when it's clear, like that is clear, that's God's design for man and woman. There's no ambiguity there. There's not. There's and, not. And, I mean, I think there's no ambiguity about that for us to be a Christian. You know, we have to believe on what Jesus did on the cross, his finished work. Yeah. Right? How he went and died for our sins. And we have to believe on him, ask him into our heart. And then we have to turn. That's the second part of it, right? Yeah. We have to turn. It's not about works, but it is about turning from that. What's allowing the spirit to turn you away? Well, Andy Stanley said this. He calls them clobber verses. He goes uh, in the Bible, he says, if your theology gets in the way of ministry, uh, like if there's somebody you can't minister to because of your theology, you have the wrong theology. This is what Andy Stanley's saying. We do not agree with that. Don't take that out of context. That is not true. I don't think that's biblical at all. And that's a pretty serious thing that Andy Stanley's departing. Al Mohler said he's left the station. He's gone. So anyway, hey, we're going to be right back with more of SWAT Radio. Tim Carter is in here with me today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. 
We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. 91 FM, the truth. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel low, hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries with my friend Tim Carter. Uh, Tim, how's things going on in the Carter family? Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, you know, my dad, seven years ago, bought WMER radio, and maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, and it all started from he used to do uh, what we call the radio Bible class mm-hmm. at the Queen City Truck Stop. In Meridian, and, Mississippi. In Meridian, Mississippi, right there on I-20. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was airing over WMER, Mike Glass on the station at the time. And um, anyhow, long story short, you know, he bought the station because he felt like God told him that this was the ministry to get the word out. And, you know, we, we could always use uh, more donations, which we have a 501c3 that people can donate to. And how do they do that? Um, reach out directly to WMER, and we can direct them to that. They can they go sh- to WMER.com, or is it org? WMERworldwide.com. Okay. You can donate right on on that website as well. WMERworldwide.com, right? Right. And then just put, if you do that, just put, hey, I, I heard Tim or I heard about WMER on SWAT radio, so they'll know. All right? Yeah, and um, anyhow, so we're doing good. We really are, and uh, tickled to be here today with you, Doug. Uh, I'm humbled that you allow me to come. Oh, no question, man. I, I'm glad to have you here. You, uh, you, you've been such an encouragement since we started doing the broadcast on WMER, and so so good to work with. And Glenn there, and uh, and before him, uh, Jason, right? Uh, or not Jason? Yeah, uh, yeah, it Jason. Was Jason. Yeah, it Jason was. Dias. Yeah, yes. Jason. Big Mississippi State fan probably wasn't happy last week oh, in, uh, with, with the LSU shellacking. We didn't get into football at all. Jaguar people are kind of upset out there, so we're just going to pass on through that. Uh, yeah, it was a bad day for Jaguars. It was as a bad well. weekend. Yeah, that's right. Although Florida won and Florida State won, so we have a few happy. people. Florida State is playing well this year. Yeah, they look right. good. My daughter goes there, so we've kind of become Florida State people this year. Okay, uh, it's not that we're just going with a winner. It's just that my daughter's going there. She got me a shirt that says my daughter goes to Florida State. So uh, I'm kind of thankful for what she is doing there and she's working hard. And so, but anyway, Tim, getting back to you real quick, you grew up in Meridian with me. We knew each other growing up and we knew families, your family and my family knew each other. Um, When did Christ 
really become tangible to you? When was it something that really okay, you go, okay, this stuff is real and I'm, I'm all on board. When did that happen? Yeah, that's a great question, Doug. And I love to tell this story because I grew up in a Christian family. My mom and dad, you know, were active in the church. They love the Lord. Um, you hear it about my dad's vision of WMER. And I grew up in the church, but I didn't grow up in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they made sure I went to church every Sunday. But when you I got and your brother, right? Me, me and <laughs> well, my three well, brothers. Three brothers, yeah. That's right. Um, anyhow, uh, but I got to hanging around. We, I got married, and again, was active in the church. Was over at Northcrest Baptist Church. Dr. Danny Lanier was doing a ministry at the time. Uh, he was a staff evangelist, and as I would go with him to help him do stuff with the computers, I'm a big computer guy, as you know. Um, we just had talking, and he and he, you know really asked me, Tim, how do you know that you're saved? You know, is it what, where's that defining moment, right? And I said, well, you know, Brother Danny, I went down, I prayed a prayer, and he's like, but is your life different? And I'm like, you know, and and, and those words just rang with me for a long time, and uh, right there, you know, uh, the ne- that Sunday, I just couldn't take it any longer, went down and put a stake in the ground, um, and you became a kingdom person, became a kingdom person. And I, I really did see a change. Right. But going through college, my life was no different than the world that was around me. I wouldn't have been convicted of being a Christian for people looking. Well, at you, me. you know, you, I know you listen to a lot of our summer series on the discipleship gospel and talk the talk about the kingdom gospel. You can look back over your life. It sounds like, and even we've had a, a few conversations about how, god changed you would you have considered yourself a kingdom person before that if somebody would have defined the kingdom with the way we talked about it this summer i probably would have told you i was but i wasn't mm-hmm. right it was about me it was about what i wanted to do and my fun and you and were your my king. party you I, were the king. i was the king yeah and, and god god was just there when i needed him mm-hmm. right yeah that's totally opposed to the kingdom gospel that's correct it? and um and so you know, if you have not heard that, you can go to SWATradio.com and go back and listen to that series on the kingdom gospel. I highly recommend it um, because we're actually going into the book of Mark this week, which um, you have a brother named Mark. I do have you a, got brother. a brother named Nate, too. That's and right. And you have one more, right? Or, Tom. Cheeseburger. Tom. Everybody yeah. in Mississippi will know him as Cheeseburger. I don't know Tom that much, but I know Nate and Mark uh, very well. Right. But um, anyway, um, so I, I I highly encourage you to go back. So go 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 on now. So you're with uh, Pastor Danny there, and I knew him. I, I actually spoke. Uh, Malcolm Lewis was there, I yeah. think. And I went and spoke there a couple of times. My uncle and aunt, uh, my uncle R.C. and my aunt Mildred go there, uh, McCary. And um, and and so I'm very familiar with that church. And Danny was a great encouragement to me in ministry when I was sharing early on, trying to figure out the whole ministry thing. He was very helpful in a lot of ways. So fast forward now, you're in, you're in the kingdom now and you're That's living correct. as a kingdom person and it just was all downhill after that, right? No problems and everything just was a cush, right? Yeah. I wish I could say yes to that, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the good thing is I have a, a, an eternal focus, mm-hmm. right? That doesn't mean that 
like Peter walking on the water that troubles don't splash in my face and that I don't look down, but we do serve a God of many chances, not just the second chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, again, I, I am so, so in love with Jesus. You know, what we're going to church now is a church called Good News mm-hmm. uh, down in St. Augustine. And I love the way the pastor says he gets up every morning and has breakfast with Jesus while he's eating and doing his Bible study. And, you know, I just love that phrase because that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Right. Get up, out, get up in the morning and thank God for another day. Go to bed thanking him for the blessings that he gave you that day. Yeah, right? that's right. Well, and you're, you're married and you have a couple of children. I have three kids. Three children. Yep. Okay. So TJ is still in, um, in Meridian. He's the head tennis coach over at Meridian community college. Okay. So, um, Wanda McFall, he played there for her on scholarship and then, he uh, went on, finished his schooling, and then he worked over as an assistant coach at Hines when we lived in Jackson. Uh, and then the school uh, called him right during COVID. They needed a coach, and uh, Wanda had stepped down, and he stepped in, and uh, he's trying to carry on that tradition that they have over there. Uh, Anna, uh, which is one of the twins. Uh, yeah, a lot two of the twin daughters, right? Twin daughters, right. Uh, Anna is working here at the University of Florida. Uh, extension center up in jacksonville and so she's a nutrition education and then rachel is finishing up college so okay. she graduates in december we are so proud of her she, she's been going online for the university of i'm gonna new get hampshire. this wrong new, new hampshire, hampshire. Yeah, yeah that's right yeah. That's southern right. new hampshire yeah that's good so um well and through it all you you've been married how many years oh i should know this right 38 38, 38. So 38 years and, um, and to weather that, weather the children getting older and out on their own, you've had to walk as a kingdom person through some challenging things, haven't you? We have, we have, you know, um, I had my own business for a while, um, and there was definitely challenges week to week to make payroll, but God always seemed to find the blessing for us, uh, I'll tell you the best story I, that I tell right now is I work for a great company, Cisco Systems. Yeah. Uh, then I was the reason why I'm in Florida is because my job was going away, and my manager came to me and said, "Hey, look, your your job's going away. It's not gone today, but we have an opening in Florida. We'd like to move you there." Um, and that was a God thing, right? Um, Could have easily been quiet, and I'd have just been finding something in Mississippi, right? So we're here. Uh, at the time, nobody wants to move, but uh, we've seen God's hand in all of it as we've come. That's awesome. Well, that's great. Well, I'm glad God brought you here because we've kind of been able to reconnect a little bit as you've come down here and uh, certainly appreciate your dad and his ministry and the ministry of WMER. And uh, we're going to jump into Mark, but you made a statement earlier. You said you're kind of more of a behind the scenes guy than a behind the mic guy. And you know, I was shared with the SWAT group about a guy I met over in um, Louisiana. I was speaking over there a little over a week ago to a bunch of men, hundreds of men uh, that come together once a month at a thing called Man Church, uh, put together by Men of Courage. And the brother that started that, I, he and I, 12 years ago, had a conversation. And he was a business guy, just like you, trying to figure out what God was doing, feeling God calling him. And he's like, I, I'm not a behind the mic guy. He didn't say that, but that's what he insinuated. I'm not a preacher like a Billy Graham. I, 
or, or you know traveling kind of guy i just you know i got this business but i want to serve the lord and god opened up a door i really challenged him to be in the word to read the word daily you know uh, i have to tell you uh, tim i'm i'm surprised at the number of men who would call themselves kingdom men men who love jesus who don't read the bible on a regular basis like it, it it's shocking it really is staggering you would think that if he's our king and he's given right. us his word to know and commands us to know it that we would know it and i want to pick up on that before we get into mark when we come back right. and we're going to get into an introduction to mark this week we're looking at the book of mark the gospel of mark the first gospel account so we got a break for news here. We'll be right back with more of SWAT Radio after the news. Stay tuned. Around great people, but some were sour. One guy in our church, Mr. Baker, we'll call him, was so cranky he looked like he could suck rivets off a skateboard. I thought Joyful Christian was an oxymoron, like Jumbo Shrimp and Microsoft Works. (laughs) But Gloomy Christian is the ultimate oxymoron. God gives us joy. A sour gentleman recently told me, I don't laugh outwardly, I'm really quite joyful inside. I said, tell your face about your joy, people need to see it. Philippians 4 says, rejoice always. We've been forgiven. God's grace is an undeserved gift we should celebrate and share each day. At the Sunday school picnic, I first saw Mr. Baker get so excited he danced. I asked what happened. He said, a bee flew down my shirt. This is Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. If you'd like to hear more and discover all things Laugh Again, visit us at laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life. There's some delays because of a crash on I-10 westbound between Cassett Avenue and Lane Avenue. Also be aware there's some roadway debris on the West Beltway 295 northbound at US-17 Roosevelt Boulevard. And there's a broken down vehicle in southern St. Johns County on I-95 southbound at the ramp from US-1. Partly cloudy tonight, low 69, Tuesday sunny, high 87. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. Hey, thanks, David Crowder, uh, for that reminder. Uh, the Red Letters, I like that song. Oh, I love that uh, that's song. That's a great song. Anyway, you're listening to SWAT Radio uh, on uh, The Truth. I'm Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, and I'm in with my friend Tim Carter today. Uh, again, congratulations to Brad Sykes. He and his uh, family, they got a new grandchild. He and Vicki have a new grandchild. And so maybe he'll text me and tell me the name or what it is. He didn't do that. He just says I got a new grandchild. You know, we were with him yesterday, <laughs> so I reached out to you. <clears throat> Sorry about that. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> you got me all choked up. 
uh, I was with him yesterday, and we were, you know, I reached out to you looking for a realtor, and I knew he he was in that business, and yeah. I'm going to pay a commission for finding a place to live. Anyhow, mm-hmm. he and Vicky did a awesome job, yeah, helping us, uh, being patient with a special needs child. You just can't go buy any house, you know yeah. that, yeah. And uh, we were we were able to put a contract on the house yesterday. So, and he was telling he and Vicky were telling us that they were they were they were expecting a child. They were inducing so the yeah, daughter was and, a, the, and they they it came last night, but I don't have a name and don't know what it is. So if he's listening, Brad, let us know. Uh, but anyway, I want to go back to what we were talking about before we went to break about about it's not optional if you are a believer out there. Listen, this isn't legalistic. This is just God's desire. His de- it's his commandment. Listen, it's what he says in Joshua 1 8. This book of the law, meaning his word, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. So that that is not optional for us. So it's staggering to me the number of people that blow off reading God's word every day, but nobody has a problem ingesting food every day. They 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 see the need for physical nourishment, but not necessarily the need for spiritual nourishment. And listen, I know you can get busy. You can have things going on in your life. It doesn't say that you got to read five chapters a day. It doesn't say you got to read one chapter. It's just daily you right. should be reading something Correct. in his word, meditating on what you read, thinking about it, chewing on it. The word there means actually to chew. It's not transcendental meditation. It's not uh, far eastern or you know eastern meditation. It is, it is literally chewing what you read, allowing it to absorb into your being so that it impacts you in your relationship with him he says you chew on it day and night so that you will be careful to do according to what it says so if you're thinking about it it's kind of hard isn't it to go out and then violate that right well david wrote in psalms 119:11. everyone probably knows this is one of the top 10 verses right that every christian probably can quote I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Yeah. How how do you not sin against God? Is we got to be in His Word. We got to know what His Word mm. teaches us, right? Yes. That that remember that verse that we were all taught as little kids too. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a yes. light unto my path. Well, if you take the word out, what's the light? That's correct. You know, what, what, how are you going to know how to go? So anyway beat that dead horse he's gone he's out of here but uh what we're gonna jump into mark now now that it's 38 minutes after the hour but i wanted people to hear a little bit about you tim because i i do appreciate wmer i'm glad that you guys carry us there and so appreciate um you guys putting us out to the good folks in the meridian area and the lauderdale county area there um we're in the gospel of mark and like i shared about my friend over in Louisiana. He was reticent to jump into ministry because he wasn't a preacher. He wasn't a public proclaimer. And, you know, I, I, I encouraged him and he ended up taking this uh, job on staff at a church. 
and fast forward 12 years later, I go speak at this thing called Man Church over there. They do every month. It's a meal where they invite a bunch of men to come from around the area. And in the from September to May, it runs anywhere from 250 to 500 men. It is one event now. It, it, I mean, the one I'm, I went to spoke at was one event. They have seven other groups around Louisiana, and on any given month, they'll have 3,000 men come in there. Amen. And they hear a gospel message. They hear the truth preached. And it all started 12 years ago with him being obedient to go serve, not knowing how God was going to use it. Well, when I think of Mark, the gospel of Mark, I see a guy like my buddy in Louisiana, by the way, whose name is Mark also. Uh, Mark's gospel is broadly recognized as the first written account of the gospel. It is the first gospel account. And, you know, Mark doesn't put his name in it because none of them do. Matthew, right. John, John, Luke, they don't, they don't really identify themselves as the writers. But Mark gives us this really short, action-packed kind of um, account of the life of Christ uh, without a lot of the teaching that we see in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, or the Gospel of Luke. Instead, his focus is more on the unfolding story of the life of Jesus and the ministry of Jesus uh, and what happened. And it's written to encourage the Roman people because it was written to Roman Christians to encourage them during the persecution that was going on there. And he starts off his gospel with this clear statement, Jesus is the Messiah, he's God's son, and that's good news. The word there for good news is euangelion, but he says this is the beginning of the gospel, the beginning of the good news, not the end, but we're just starting to share what the Messiah is doing in his kingdom. And so... If you kind of contrast him a little bit with the other gospel writers, Matthew, Luke, and John, Matthew wrote primarily to Jewish people. And so when he opens his gospel up, what we see is a genealogy right off the bat. Right, correct. And that, that's important. Why? You know, Because we see that the promises of God, the Abraham covenant that was made, how he's going to, and even through David, how he the promised. The Davidic covenant, yes, right. of his descendant and so matthew is trying to establish to the jews that jesus is in the lineage of david he's the rightful heir to the throne of david right and so luke focuses primarily on jesus humanity as the son of man you know that term was used a lot in the old testament for servants of god but also it was used speaking of messiah too of his humanity nobody really knew in the old testament uh, none of the humans really knew about the mystery paul calls it that jesus would be fully god and fully man and so nobody expected god himself to come to earth and take the form of a man they just they were looking forward to an anointed king they were looking forward to a you know a prophet right uh they were looking forward to a forerunner, but they they had no idea that God himself was going to take human form. And, and so Luke, as he's telling the story, he emphasizes Jesus' humanity. And, you know, he writes about his birth and goes into 
great detail about the announcement of his birth and his birth. And he focuses on Jesus being the perfect baby, the perfect child who grew up to be the perfect man, which the Greeks would have received very well because they were into all that perfection, the human perfection, right? Right. And he was Greek. Yes, he was. He definitely was. And, uh, but, but that's the difference between Matthew and Luke. And then John's gospel starts off what? Uh, with eternity. In the beginning, beginning was God. And, you know, and so in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Verse 14 says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. John wrote about eternity because he wanted to prove to the whole world that Jesus was God. And so, and he's the son of God. So the main subject of John's gospel is the deity of Jesus. And his main uh, purpose there is to try to get people to believe. In fact, he's got a verse that says, this was written so that you may believe, right? And so, um, but when we look at the gospel of Mark, which is going to be our focus probably for the next year or so, is Mark wrote for the Gentiles in Rome, and his main theme is Jesus as a suffering servant. And we know he wrote to Romans because there's several Latin terms in his writing. He just puts the Latin term in there. He would never do that to Jewish people, right? Right. Uh, unless he was trying to give some context. But uh, there's several Latin terms. And he also did this other thing that lets us know his readers were Jew or were uh, Romans, is he translates Aramaic for them. There's five or six examples where he does that. And so if we had to pick a key verse in the whole gospel that would really define Mark's gospel is Mark 10, 45. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister or serve and give his life as a ransom for many. So we'll come back and we'll pick it up there. Hey, stay tuned to SWAT Radio. This is our last break. If you want to call in during this last segment, you can call 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928. We'll be right back with more SWAT Radio after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth.
The Florida Georgia Truth Network and Ocean Way at 91.7. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line. With all the other not quite, with all the never get it right. But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. Cause I'm just a no. Hey, Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, just a bunch of nobodies trying to tell everybody about the somebody that really matters. I love that song. That's a great song. Um, you know, that's what I tell people. Ask me, Tim, how are you? And I say, I'm better than I deserve. Right? Yeah. And nobody, nobody <laughs> that's trying uh, to tell the the good story. To tell the good, the, news. The good yeah. news that you and Galeon, well, you know, right before we went to break, we talked about the key verse being Mark 10. The Son of Man came not to be ministered to or to serve, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, Mark is short, compact. It's kind of like the USA Today gospel. You know what I mean? It's just like really it, it goes, it follows Jesus as it moves from place to place. And one of Mark's favorite phrases or words is the word immediately. It's used right. 41 times in the whole gospel. And, you know, Mark, as he's sharing, he, he doesn't just focus on the servanthood of Jesus. He also focuses on the kingdom of God, on discipleship, and the messianic secret. In fact, it's interesting in the book of Mark how many times Jesus tells people, don't tell anybody who I am. I mean, he heals them. Hey, don't tell anybody. The demons, shut up. Don't tell people who I am. You know, you know, even after Peter confesses him over in Mark chapter 8, he acknowledges to his disciples, yes, I am the Messiah, but then he commands him, don't tell anybody yet. It's just kind of because I, I shared this with the guys at SWAT. The reason is they're not ready. People are not ready to hear about him being Messiah. He's still revealing things he's teaching things he's he's showing people he's messiah and he he doesn't want people just to lift him up because he heals somebody because right. of the signs he wants them to understand the son came not to be served but to serve i i i came to not just deliver you from the romans i came to deliver you from yourselves you know and yep. and so um as you look at this book, Mark seems to divide his his story that he writes out into kind of, if it was a play, it would be a three-act play. The first part is about his time in Galilee, Jesus' time in Galilee. The second part is as he moves from Galilee to Jerusalem. And the third part is the culmination in Jerusalem of the crucifixion and, you know, his, his suffering, his crucifixion, death, and resurrection. I remember one of the things uh, you said last week that really jumped out at me is that when you're discipling a guy, this is the book 
that you send them to because it is an action book. Oh yes, it, it is an action book, and it's it's what it's like watching a movie. It, the action is so it's so, so fast paced, right? And the thing is, I love about Mark as a as a as a discipleship gospel for people is it, it's you can read a chapter a day and read it twice in a month, right? And go through it, and you tell a guy, hey. Won't you read chapter, you know, read a chapter a day, write down these two questions and answer them with everything, every chapter you read every day. So what does it say about God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit? What does it say about me? You know, what, is there a command there for me? Is there um, uh, some kind of uh, admonition, some kind of exhortation, a promise? What does it say for human beings or for me? I would add a third question to that. Uh, okay. There are probably a lot, but go ahead. Who are you going to share that with? This nugget yes. that's jumped out at you. Who are you going to share that with? You know, yeah. one of the big things the Bible tells us is we're supposed to disciple, right? And a lot of people are, I think a lot of Christians, good Christians, are scared to share the gospel. But sometimes it's just saying, hey, I was reading the Bible and I this, this spoke to me. And sharing that one nugget is enough to start a conversation. Well, one of the things I like about one of our partner ministries over in India that they do is as soon as somebody comes to faith, they immediately get them identifying people in their circle that they can start witnessing to so they can disciple right away. You know, getting them right, right away into it. It's not this thing like you got to go to – 50 hours of training at your church. Not that training's bad, right? but we do have this concept that, well, until I've been properly trained, I can't tell anybody about, you know, discipleship is helping somebody who's not as far along as you Correct. know the things that God has taught you, right? And that's all it is, is sharing that with the whole, the hope that that person will eventually find somebody and share those things with them as they seek to follow Christ. You know, Sandra and I were working in kids' church over at Crossgates Baptist Church. We used to tell the kids that all the time. Look, you don't, you probably don't think you can share the gospel, but you can tell what God's done to you. Mm-hmm. You can tell your story, just like you asked me earlier, right? And that's, again, the gospel right there. It's how, it's, yeah, it's how the gospel is impacting you. Well, like I said, it, Mark kind of divides up his account into three acts, um, act one being Jesus in Galilee. And what's interesting about that first eight chapters is people are wondering, even the disciples, who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're on the sea, who is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? So people are wondering who he is. The second part, Acts 8 through 10, is about people struggling to understand him as messiah they like peter says you are the christ but what does that entail what does that mean is he kicking rome out what does that really mean for me and then act three is really about jesus declaring his kingship in spite of the suffering the crucifixion he's still king that's hard for people to imagine because if he was king why would he let that happen right i mean like that, that was a struggle for them, and so, so much so that Peter denied him right there on the night of his crucifixion, or, you know, the night of his, before his crucifixion, because something wasn't right. Like, if he's king, 
Why would they be doing this to him? That was not what they envisioned, right? right? They were expecting a king that would be like David or that would fight. Well, yeah, that, yes. uh, that would come back and reestablish Israel as a dominant power there. Correct. And so, but if you look at the gospel of Mark as a whole from 1 through 16, it really hits its midpoint, uh, even though it's kind of three acts, it's it hits its midpoint about 827, 828, where Peter confesses, you are the Christ. Prior to that, we see the preparation for his coming in John the Baptist. We see kind of Jesus presenting himself out there to people as a guy who does miracles and he teaches and and is fulfilling that role, proving that he is the Messiah that was prophesied. But when Peter confesses him, now now we start seeing Jesus go into the mode where he's talking about his pain and suffering. And, you know, three times he tries to tell the disciples and they don't get it. That, that you know the Messiah is going to be crucified. I'm going to be and I'll be resurrected, and we see the rest of the book really about the passion and then the pinnacle of of when he is resurrected. He's the king. He's he did it right, and so uh, that's really the way Mark is kind of laid out. And tomorrow uh, we're going to look. Uh, uh, Brad should be back tomorrow. Um, if not, I'll call you again. All right, uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to look at who was Mark, who was the guy who wrote this account. How did it come about? You know, what do we know about Mark from a biblical standpoint? Uh, where is he mentioned? Well, I, you know, again, Doug, I, I won't steal your thunder, and I love the cliffhanger right there. But <laughs> yeah. what I will tell you is, you don't want to miss it, right? Uh, uh, you learned some I, things, didn't you? I did. I, I've been to Bible school, right? Again, I told you I grew up in a church, and I just had not put A plus B equals C mm. as we were as you were going through this last week. And uh, it really spoke to me in my heart about who was Mark. Mm. And it should inspire every person that listens to that part of what you have to say around the introduction to Mark because mm. it, it's what I said earlier. Yeah, uh, it's it's a god of second chances. Well, uh, yeah, he is he he is definitely a god of second chances and third chances. And for my sake, thank you, Lord, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eight chances. <laughs> Absolutely, right? multiple chances. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's good, right, Jeremy? Aren't we glad? <laughs> Jeremy, for you who don't know out there, is our producer, and he's kind of like the guy who saves me a lot of times when I get in a bad way with programs coming up and things, but. uh well, Tim, um, I am really glad you came by today and were able to join us so that our listeners could hear. And again, if people want to uh, donate to help WMER in Meridian, how do they do that? They go to the website, give them that website again. Yes, WMERworldwide.com. One, they can listen live from anywhere in the U.S., right? We have an app, and you can hear SWAT radio on it as well. Uh, but there is a donate button and we are a 501c3 and we will send you a tax statement at, at the end of the year like uh, i'm sure your churches do and we would just be grateful for any gift that uh goes towards wmer help keep us on the air yes and um i want to let our listeners know and jeremy you can correct me on this i think it's still happening 
Uh, for some of our listeners who might be working in the day, they might listen to this later. We broadcast every night, or if you want to share a program, every night, 11, is it 11 to 12? Or is that is that right? Uh, he's checking on that. But I, I we, we rebroadcast the daily program uh, 11 to 12 every night. So if you miss it during the afternoon, um, uh, you can go to um, – the website is it the website, Jeremy? Uh, uh, what uh, it said? Uh, I love the truth. dot com. I love the truth. dot com. And at eleven o'clock at night, you can hear it rebroadcast, uh, or you can go on your radio to ninety one point seven in Jacksonville, ninety one point nine in St Augustine, ninety one point three in Folkestone, Georgia. So, uh, Tim, our time is up. So thank uh, you so much for having me again, Doug. It's been a blast. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming in. Hey, if you want to listen to this program or any past program, you can go to www.swatradio.com. I do want to uh, let people know we've had some problems with the website. I think we've got it all worked out. So if you've gone there in the past couple of days, retry it and let me know. Send me the emails. Thank you for all those listeners that did let me know. If you want to communicate with us, you can go to Facebook at SWAT Radio Talk. Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk or send me an email at Doug at SWAT Radio Talk. I mean, sorry, 